At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night show. Keep it right here. We still got a great show for everyone. Right now, we are speaking to David Sokol. He's a chairman and CEO of Teton Capital, chairman of the board of the Atlas Corporation. He's also an expert when it comes to energy, and he's got a great book out. It's called America in Perspective. Uh, David Sokol, tell us, you know, Biden, it, it was embarrassing, it, How do you feel how his trip went? That's my opinion. But how do you feel his trip went to Saudi Arabia? Uh, Well, I think his trip was pretty much um, consistent with the rest of his presidency thus far, which is rather disjointed and uh, doesn't appear that there's really a plan. And uh, and the cognitive skills seem to continue to deteriorate. Now, I mean, it's very sad. You know, the whole world is laughing at us and... uh... And they and crude oil went up five bucks. What does that signal? So basically, the markets are saying we don't we don't we're not confident in Biden either. Well, it was almost eighty nine on Friday, right. almost. Uh, Mr. Sokol, give us yeah. your vision. What the heck is going on in the energy business? I mean, if if President Biden opened up North America, uh, the Canadians tell me oil would be down to seventy five again, maybe less. Yeah. Well, John, if I could, one quick moment just to tell you, I'm a, I'm a huge fan and admirer of your uh, your career and particularly your knowledge of the energy industry, uh, uh, given given that that has not been your primary focus. So, first of all, thank you for having me on, and, and uh, it's, it's, it's great to speak with you. Um, you know, I liken the policy of both the Obama administration as well as the Biden administration on energy. Uh, it's, it's like doing a transfusion where you're going to take the bad blood out on one, one, one side of the person and put new blood and healthy blood in the other side. And the problem is they're doing a transfusion without having the new blood. And so they're the, taking the, out the blood out of us in America mm-hmm. and giving it to the Europeans and, uh, and, and the Iranians and the uh, Chinese Chinese and whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's insane because, you know, energy is the lifeblood of every economy. And, uh, you know, it's one thing if, if, in fact, we had a consensus in this country that, that reducing to zero CO2 over a reasonable period of time was, was agreed by everyone. And we had laws that, that stipulated how we would do that. You know, everybody would, would find a way to comply, as we have in the past on, on great initiatives. Uh, th- there is no such plan. There, there isn't even a consensus that there should be a plan. And if there was a plan, it should be linked with China and India and others who are larger CO2 emitters than ourselves. And so you know, it, it is frightening what they're doing because the damage they could do to this economy long term, if they continue on this path of reducing our availability of cost effective energy uh, in, in the hopes of, and dreams that some someday other other for other things will show up. Um, it's it's one of the one of the worst uh, situations I've ever seen. Uh, David Sokol, I know when John you had said this famously, and I keep bringing this up because you were the first person to ever say it. When President Biden, with his first executive order, shut down that Keystone Pipeline, 
John predicted that inflation, everything. And now the Fed is talking about raising the interest rate another three quarters of a point to combat a recession that is in you know inevitably here john believes i know i'm speaking for you john but john believes if we made ourselves back to being energy independent we could combat recession what do you think david sokol yeah i think john's exactly right i mean energy independence is essential if you're going to control the future of your economy energy independence doesn't mean that you can't transition over time to a reasonable plan that that perhaps people put together but there is no plan. And so it was it was you know, all of those steps taken the first day or the first six months of the of this administration were all political showboating to to the progressive left, but with no real substance to them. Uh, I mean, there's real substance to the downside, but there's no solution provided. Like I said, they're taking the blood out, but but they don't have any any energy to put in the other side. And, and uh, uh, that's so cool. It's uh, it's Judge Richard Wamper. And the problem also, it's not only our economy, but it's also a national security issue. And it's a, a foreign policy issue. Would you discuss that, please? Yeah, I agree with you completely. I mean, there's no reason whatsoever that the U.S. should be beholden to other countries for adequate energy resources when we, in fact, have more than any other country. I mean, when you think about that, again, that doesn't that doesn't eliminate our, our, our ability to move to a lower carbon environment if that's a, a consensus decision of the country. But, but you don't do one without the other. And, and the other thing is not, it's not like fossil fuels. The fact that the environmental groups get to come out and, and hate CO2, but then say it's the existential threat of our planet. And then, but, but you know what? You can't use nuclear power. It, it's just why we allow people to, to, make statements like that. I mean, if, was, if I believed it was the existential threat of our time and nuclear was absolutely critical to getting there, I would find a way to use nuclear. Well, the, the Germans, the Germans woke up. And what did the European community say? That they consider nuclear power and uh, uh, something else now green power? Oh, that's right. They said fossil fuels. They consider fossil fuels no, now. No, 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 no. Nuclear power. Oh, Okay. And something else. Okay. I mean, yeah, they, all of a yeah, sudden, shut down. All, all of a sudden, they wake up and say, "Oh, it's cold at night." <laughs> That's right. And they, but they had already shut down their nuclear plants, were and shutting down their coal plants. Now that they've realized what they've done, uh, they have to reverse course. I at least give them credit for being smart enough to reverse course. Our administration is clearly not prepared to do that. And it's just, I mean, a small, just, just an example of when you make bad policies, how quickly things can go the wrong way, what's going on in Sri Lanka. Now, with Sri Lanka is certainly not America, but when, when, when the elites start telling folks, oh, here's what you need to do, there's the results that happen. Um, and, uh, you know, these things need to be thought through. They need to be managed. They need to be planned. Uh, but that's not, you know, this administration's all about identity politics, not putting qualified people in place, putting people that identify with the various tribes, if you will, that they want to break us all into. And that's really why we wrote this book, American Perspective, is we've got to get people back recognizing why America is so extraordinary and so successful. It's because we act on things historically and we self-heal through consensus. It may take longer than people like for us to reach consensus, but it's been the basis of a government of the people. And in the last uh, 10, 12 years, we've, we've shifted so dramatically to this elitism and totalitarian type thought process. And, and even some, some Congress people 
talking about socialism, which is just it's mind boggling to me that those they're, words they're taking down our country. We're coming on on a hard break. But, David Sokol, I, I hope you come on again because we want to talk further uh, with you. And uh, and uh, please, uh, we'll, we'll have you on maybe at the end of the week or over the weekend again. Thank you so much for calling in. And uh, give me your name of your book again. It's American Perspective, and, uh, and and hopefully it'll make a difference. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you. And uh, you're on Amazon, I guess, and uh, yes, and Barnes yeah. & Noble? Amazon, and, and uh, the other thing is freedomworks.org. Uh, they, can, they can order through that as well. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and we're taking a hard break right now, and we're going to come back with J.P. Miller to find out what the heck is going on in New York State. There's so much news. J.P. Miller from the Empire Report, NY.com.